Where my horns? That's right. We are back. Did I talk season 19, episode 2? We're here. It's me, the one. I've never lied to the people before, have I? I don't think so. <laughs> Let's not even get into that conversation. If, yo, if I've ever told a lie to the people on this broadcast, like, I hope my microphone stutters right now. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd be funny if it did fall out again. Um yeah. Metro on this, like, uh, some niggas have morale, some niggas are big steppers. Me? I'm a big tech decker. <laughs> People don't know that about me, but I used, I used to go to tech deck regionals back in the day. Little finger skateboards. I was about to say, I don't know what tech deck is. That's what that's what they're called? Tech decks, yeah. Like I, I always used to just call them, like, finger skateboard shit. I could never, for the life of me, figure out how to work that shit. Nah, I had the nastiest uh, nah. no comply 180 pop shove so, or, over a three stair that you've ever seen in your life. Niggas who's who's tech deck niggas is a different type of niggas, bro. Like, I don't know like what they grew up to be. I'm very interested of like where are you now, tech deck niggas? Yeah, yo, if you're a tech, if you did tech deck <laughs> in high school, because obviously I was lying. I've never done that in my life. Um, I don't even know where you buy a tech deck. You can buy this like, at Walmart, you, nigga. Yeah, where did you get a tech deck? First of all, if you were a tech decker, a techer, if you were a decker, um, I guarantee up. you they have like vintage tech deck like shit for sale. Oh, for sure. Hit us up. Tell us, you know, how you got into the world of tech deck and like, what do you do now? Like, are you a mid-level marketing manager or are you like running the Walmart? I'm guessing they're working at Vans off the wall, brother. Yo, you know what's crazy? Everyone at Walmart is a manager. A hundred percent. I don't know where he got that observation from, but one hundred percent, everybody there's a manager, dog. Like I don't know what it is, like what their like work structure is like, but like I know motherfuckers that have been promoted six times and, and are just like regular people. No, it's it's because that like it's so big, like the 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 store is so big, like they have to have managers like all over the place. That's that's like that's the the model of the like corporate structure there. Nah, I think they're dead ass just like lying to people. And, oh like, yeah, you know if somebody get caught managing and then like you at a family party, like what do you do? I'm like, yo, I'm a manager at Walmart. That doesn't sound better than you bagging groceries at Walmart. Absolutely. Also, like I'd rather be an associate at Target than a manager at Walmart. Hundred percent. But you know another thing is like, I think people like sleep on salaries from big uh, companies like that. Like, it's niggas that work in Target that make a lot a lot, a lot more money than niggas that work in corporate worlds. Absolutely. It's like um, whatever Drake said about his shorty that works at Walgreens but at the head office. I mean, she work at HQ. HQ's no. different. I'm going to take you to the head office. <laughs> yeah, yeah nah. Crazy I, I don't even remember that bar. Nah, it was from uh, it wasn't from Certified Lover Boy. It was from like the one before that. He was uh, like, "Yo, I got a shorty. She'll work at that Walgreens." Nah, I, bro, I think I think that's office. way before. I think isn't that shit on that like Soldier Boy remix? The, the regular him and yes, Soldier Boy. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. It's off the Soldier Boy shit. Yeah, she she don't work at the does she work at the head office like that? That's what yeah, because he was using that fucking double entendre of head office. Yo, that was crazy. One day we're gonna have to go back and like hold Drake accountable for a lot of things that he said. It'll be too much. It's a, like, yeah. I, I, uh, what's the what's the record that everybody was going crazy about? Like two summers ago, it wasn't two summers ago. It was like longer than that. You talking uh, about fucking? Uh, it was like a summer. And, your mom yeah, bed. yeah. I'm sorry. Like a summer and a half before COVID, this, that niggas was going crazy about that. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas cannot be serious, bro. Like this, that was terrible. He re he really just gave people money in a music video, and we were like, "Yo, this is fire." <laughs> I mean, that's cool, I guess. Budget. You know what? I respect it, but like, you know, uh, Andre also, 3000 is another too, person. Yeah, well, I don't even remember this. It was a school in Miami. He he from Miami, dog. Where you doing in Toronto? 
Tor- the Toronto Miami pipeline is real. Yeah, I don't understand there's, that. They have like a cultural exchange. Like you know how there's like there's mad uh, Chinese people in DR. It's like the same thing. It's definitely not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but look. What? We have to also hold Andre 3000 accountable for like some of his lyrics because he was a really mean guy. <laughs> give, give, give me, give me some uh, three sacks mean lyrics. No, like I don't have a mommy right now, but I was listening to just fucking Outcast the other day, and, and like his persona now, people just think he's just some dude playing the flute in Soho. Which like, yeah, you're right, but this motherfucker was an animal back then. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but uh, this actually brings a good conversation up with like. What niggas, like, perceive artists to be all the time and what they are in real life. Like, and I'm only going off of that because, like, Pete Rock just posted something on Instagram. You know, Pete Rock's Instagram is kind of like Freddie's Instagram used to be. He just posts memes and, like, videos and shit, right? So it was like a video, like a dog, like, you know, playing dead, waking up, playing dead, waking up. And then I saw, like, somebody who I follow liked it, and I was like, it was Jamal Shabazz. It's a Harlem photographer. For those people who don't know, he's known for like taking a bunch of pictures throughout the world um, and shit like that. Like, so like he's a real artist. And in my head, I'm like, damn dog. I can see why some niggas don't like think that these artists live a real life. Cause I was like, this nigga just liked the dog video. But in my brain, I'm like, this nigga <laughs> should be like taking pictures for like his whole life. But it's just that right. type of shit where and these he, niggas he should, should do he random. Should never not be taking a picture. Like, exactly. What are you like, doing looking at dog videos. Like, why are you liking? Shows? I know why yeah. I'm liking this dog video. Like, why? Why are you liking this dog video? But Damn, it's just like them. Can't like the dog video. But that, but no, I'm saying that's the point where it's just like these niggas like have real lives too, nigga. Like they, it, like they can't be audited. Like Dapper Dan ain't making clothes all fucking day. He got to go nah. home and chill. At the same time, like you ever see something and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought this person does like every day. Like an artist. Yeah, or like, because when think. I saw Bishop Nehru's shooting up heroin on the timeline, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I knew, he, he's got I knew it. Bring, I knew you're gonna bring that in somehow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, it's it's always intriguing to me, like what what these niggas do, like with they off time, because like some niggas can't like just go to Target. Like y'all don't, no, not at it's, all. It's, it's y'all too big for that. But they like Erewhon or whatever that crazy you, grocery store is. But even then, bro, go, you if you go to Erewhon, nigga, like that's like a. They get buff the buffalo uh, Brussels sprouts. That that'd buffalo be like cauliflower. that'd be like Dapper Dan or like somebody like famous in the in the fashion world going to like Kith or something. Like you know you're gonna see mad people that know who you are there. Imagine running into Mark Cuban at like a Pet Boys. <laughs> but they're going get that's different though. Like who's stopping Mark Cuban and being like yo let's flick up real quick, bro? Yo, you'd be surprised. Like honestly. <laughs> I might flick up with Mark Cuban. I mean, like, he is on know. Shark Tank, so I can see, like, Middle of America being on there. But if Mark Cuban walked by me, bro, I promise you, I would never say a word to that nigga. Yeah, I would just be like, yeah, Lil Wayne looking for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, 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 I watch out if I was I pro- you. I promise you, there's a lot of niggas I'll just walk past. Like, like I know who you are, but I'll walk past. I would never say nothing to you, like, at all. I mean, that's happened to us many times when we was in New York, where we like, oh, shit, that's dude that's on that oh, cooking that's show. This and, that. that's, and, and then so it's just like, oh, that's cool. Like, bitch, you think I'm going to get out of this line for waiting for this pizza to go say what's up to you? Like, that's not happening. Nah, for real. I I'm seen cool. somebody wait 40 minutes to eat a sandwich at Exla, and I was like, yeah, you're a loser. What's crazy about it is the guy that I had in mind is the dude from Exla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, I, that's, I that's the dude who I, what we, we saw him at the, like, he was he was definitely walking down on on Prince Street one time when we saw him. But like even I seen like we that same day we saw Julius Randle at Nike and I'm like I'm not stopping this man and talking to him like that's not happening. Yo, my man was uh, that was like the six story Nike right? I yeah, it was five stories. He's on he was on the fifth floor. Yeah, that shit was crazy because they had the basketball hoop and they were like dot, they were begging him and like yo shoot a shoot a shot and he's like bro no yeah like yeah like that that has to be the most annoying shit bro like I play basketball for a living and then you're like yo shoot some shots right here get it let's get some dunks in right here on, on Nike when I'm trying to cop some Air Force Ones because he was trying to buy clothes he's like yo I just want to buy clothes yeah like he was trying I to can't. buy kicks or something yeah like that that shit has to be annoying and like it's even worse for like. A comedian or artist would like. It's like yo, tell a joke, sing. Tell a, song. a joke or sing me this, like, bro, what? Like, y'all do know that I get paid for this, like this. That'd be like niggas pulling up to you outside of your job, and you was and like, yo, crunch up some numbers real quick for me. Yeah, that's why. Like, if I ever became famous for something, 
like my career, I would want to be something like a marine biologist, where it's like no motherfucker would like pull up to me with a dolphin in their hands and be like, "Yo, figure it out." <laughs> I mean, I, I like that that this nigga that type of shit is like annoying to me. That's why I always say like nigga when this shit blow up, I'd rather just be like currency nigga. I'd just be in the low rider all fucking day and niggas not bothering me. Currency is someone that I, if I saw him shooting up heroin on the timeline, I'd be like, oh, he got it. <laughs> I'd probably be disappointed, though. Like, what the fuck going on in currency life? Listen, man, I think heroin gets a bad rap, truthfully. I've I don't even know where you're going to take this. I've never done it, but, like, it seems kind of fire. Like, if there if there was a way, like, if it didn't have a needle or, like, I didn't have to, like, get a hot spoon or whatever the way people do heroin. Like, if I could just take a heroin edible, that'd be so fire. I'm sure something like that exists, for sure. Like, if we could just make it safer, that'd be so cool. But if dudes are just, like, shooting up Like, man, homes, if, y'all, if y'all just got through, like, the 12-step program, this thing is just joking, bro. Like, <laughs> he does not <laughs> want to do heroin. <laughs> That's a hard-ass drug to do, brother. I thought you was going to take it another way to say, like, a lot of your favorite artists have done heroin, like, throughout time. Because no, a, lot, a lot of the poets back in the days and, and, like, a lot of, like, esteemed artists from, like, the 50s and 60s was doing heroin, nigga. Because the withdrawal is crazy, right? Like, that's what kills you is the withdrawal. Yeah. All, that, so all like, those opioids and shit, that shit kill you, bro. Feeling like Jordan Peterson off the opioids, you feel me? That's nigga. Uh, continuing this, damn, I don't even, I don't even got the, the docket pulled up yet today. Niggas is slipping. This nigga talking about heroin. Look what you well, look at what you done, Bishop. <laughs> um, damn, should we get right into the right into the shits? I don't want to. I, Big, I really don't want to. Second biggest album of the year drop. Second biggest. Oh, Bad Bunny's number one. Bad Bunny's the first. Yeah, I mean, he's number one. Globally, for sure. I mean, Bad Bunny was still debuted at number one when this dropped. That's not true. It's definitely true. And not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. probably, but worldwide. What the fuck matter in the U.S.? Who cares? Listen, man, the U.S. <laughs> is the world if you think about it. <laughs> I guess. Um, all Yo, right. Can we can we claim Bad Bunny because he's Puerto Rican and that's like a territory? Like, is that us? We got it. That's not U.S. <laughs> we literally got it. <laughs> it, it like, damn. I'm trying. Let me try to find a way to explain that. You the U.S. got. The U.S. Is, treats Puerto Rico like a side chick. I was going to say the U.S. treats Puerto Rico like a slave. The U.S. treats Puerto Rico like a side chick that they don't pay for. <laughs> like, she got a boyfriend that pays for everything. You just That's your side chick, though. We're, we're tricking Puerto Rico. That's yeah, crazy. that's 100% that. That's exactly what it is. Um, all right, Mr. Morale, the big steppers. Confu Kenny. Five Double years. disc. He had the ill excuse of like um, saying, "Yo, I had writer's block, my bad," which is cool. I, mean, I didn't kill, thing. I didn't kill Jay Electronica when it took him ten years to make a, a collab album with Hove, and then he gave us the bar where he's like, "Yo, sometimes like I'm scared to write music." I didn't kill him for that, so I can't kill Kendrick for doing the same thing. I want to, but I can't <laughs> because I have to be morally consistent in my uh, cr- critique. But I will say this. I don't want this album. Look, brother. That this is the album where okay, Stuyvesant fucks with Kendrick. Like he likes Kendrick. Out of all the new niggas, he likes Kendrick. Like probably I'll say the most out of all the new niggas. I can see that. He, we were we were on the way somewhere. He asked me. He was like, "Yo, have you listened to this album?" I was like, "Nah," because I've kind of like been dodging that shit because I have not heard good things about this album. And, like, not not from just, like, Twitter. I've heard not good things about people who are, like, actually reputable and, like, people I fuck with. So, like, this album wasn't, like, crazy. But then I've also heard niggas say, like, yo, this album is phenomenal. Like, like also reputable people, people telling me that this album is a masterpiece, right? So, it, I, I this album basically hits you the way... I, it's very similar to 444 for me. And it's very, like, polarizing like that. It, it hits you however you... However that album hits you, I think the same people either like it or dislike it, I'm in the middle. You feel the same way about 444? No, I fuck with 444 heavy. But I think Hov went about this a different way than Kendrick did. Because I I like Hov's rap style better than I like Kendrick's rap style. Agreed. So, like, it's it's um, more palatable for me. The topics that Hov covered probably aren't as, like, 
dark. I, not to even say dark because they t- they touched on like sort of similar things. Yeah, similar Ken- things for sure. Kendrick went like, yeah, you, uh, maybe dark is right because Kendrick went a little bit crazier. No, nah, he went crazier, he, but he, he went further. Into, they like, they the touched realm the same topics. subject matter as far as like relationship infidelity type shit. Except right. Beyonce didn't ask Hove if he had a problem. Um, and then they they touched um, they touched the family members being. You know, different as far as like Kendrick's aunt being uh, a man, or transitioning into a man, right. and then or his, or his cousin as well. Yeah, and then Hove's mom being uh, a lesbian. So they they touch similar similar aspects, but not like the same to me. Like I feel like Kendrick's shit is very like Eminem type. Like it's very very aggressive and upfront. And I, have, and I haven't listened to Kendrick in so long that I'm, I'm, I haven't been used to that. Like, to me, I like Kendrick more like Good Kid and Section 80. Like, the more, like, song-driven Kendrick, which you see on the second half of this album. Right. Song and story-based driven. The first half of this album, I was like, that, they, this nigga going... It, this nigga, it's, it's almost like, you know when, in, in a movie... When you know a person's about to go crazy or like like especially back in like the older days of movies like when you look at eighties and seventies and movies where like you can like the their way of showing you that the person is going crazy is by silencing out voices but the 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 sounds like get like louder. Yeah, that's how, mean. that's how I felt the first hand of this album was to me where it's just like it's a lot going on and I know you did this intentionally. To try to like you know make people focus in on what we was doing, but like the first half of that album I fucked with in the sense of production wise, I like that the it's the same thing I liked with four 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 where it's it's letting you showcase your voice a lot more over jazzy beats. It reminds me of like a lot of like Miles Davis shit because it's super super jazzy, but it, like it's well done. It's just like. Like you were saying about the last record, the the Heart Part Five, it's just that some of the shit that you're saying doesn't really resonate with me per se. Like I understand the subject matter that you're talking about. You're basically having a therapy session. That whole first, that whole first volume having a therapy session, but this whole album is basically a therapy session for you throughout the last five years. The people who've been asking you where you've been, like why music isn't dropping, and like shit going on actually in your real life is happening. And that's what you're explaining. But for me, the subject matter for me didn't really hit as much as like the whole shit did. Because Hope also introduced that to be like an album, like song. This felt more like spoken word. And then Kendrick did touch. He touched more topics, like very briefly. Nah, he did. Like, he he goes into like, um, even apart from the relationship and the, the transgender um, song as well. He goes into like fatherhood and like you know, uh, being sexually abused as a child yeah. and shit like that. Tons and tons and tons of shit. He even goes into saying, like, um, his issues with, like, his savior complex and shit like mm-hmm. that. And it's just, like, he covered all these things, and I had the same problem with the heart. He he just, to me, apart from um, Mother Eye Sober, where he covers, like, the sexually abusive, like, past and history and shit, yeah. he doesn't do enough. Like, I get what you're saying. He, like, he doesn't mention, apart from just like mentioning and moving on. Like, there's not a lot of depth, detail, to exactly, detail, yeah. description, which is fine because like sometimes I don't want you to like explicitly um, go through describe shit, shit, yeah. your trauma and shit like that. Like, it can still be art, but at the same time, like I didn't enjoy a song from this album until mm-hmm. I got to Father Time. Which Me is too. One, two, three, four. I, track I agree five. with that. It's five, yeah. Like, as a song, I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it until then. And, like, you know, shout out to the people that in this world that, like, blast. Because I really salute you. Because there's no way I can do it. But I'm glad that there's people on this planet that do. Look, it's, it's, it's a thing of, like, I felt the same way listening to this album as I feel when I listen to Action Bronson. You're saying a lot of shit that doesn't really, it's not really cohesive. It's like... It's not really cohesive. It's, it's like it lacks depth. Like, it, it, like there's. I understand. Like, you don't want to get to details about you know personal issues 
and shit like that. And, like, it may seem on a surface level, at least to me, it may seem on a surface level that you're saying a lot. But yeah. you're saying a lot without going into detail. And, so, like I said, some places, sometimes it doesn't need to be a detailed occurrence. But, like, that's it's the same thing that goes with writing. If you don't want to describe what's going on, at least, like, even from, like, a metaphorical standpoint or, like, you know, or touching on it without having to be so discreet just painting a picture it like just don't say it for the most part like some sometimes when you just say it and then don't like really make action behind it there's not really anything to right. really be spoken about like, like there's not gets the pass for being like the super deep rapper just for mentioning stuff yeah i get, I get what you mean mentioned. yeah i get what you which mean, is yeah. like you know i can really appreciate like i don't know if there's a, another rapper like at his level that's dropping that, this shit that is dropping shit mm-hmm. about these topics. And I don't want to say that I don't appreciate them because, like, oh, that's great. That's fine. I know there's probably mad trans, like, Kendrick fans that are like, yo, that's awesome. Thank you, Kendrick. And I'm like, yeah, that is pretty awesome. I don't like the song, though. Like, well, th- I well, that's, with though. That's, that's the thing. It's not that we're talking about the subject matter that is bad. It, that's not what we're saying at all. The songs right. of it aren't really good. Like, the music of it doesn't mean... Just because you're saying... It's the thing where, where we talked about always, where, like, just because you're doing something intentionally doesn't mean that it's good. Right, or with good intentions. Like. Yeah, like, like it, it doesn't, like... Just because you, you're bringing up subjects that you know are very, like... At least, like, very hard topics to talk about now, and, like, especially in the black and Hispanic communities that people yeah. don't really talk about at all... Especially with the with the molestation shit that that he talks about, just maybe people hearing that he went through it too. I understand that like that's the thing, but that's not what we're talking about. We're just saying, yo, that right. that wasn't a good record. Like you're making music at the end of the day, which is why like I find this not hard to critique, but like I want to make it like absolutely like known that I'm happy that he talked about these things. I'm glad that someone at his level talked about and rapped about these things. I just wish that the music in its totality was better yeah we're like, not talk, like i said we're not talking about the subject matter we're talking about the music you can't critique niggas for talking about shit that we for sure. that we also, have talked about this podcast no that we, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to that right now actually i did fuck with certain aspects of this album and that's one of the aspects that i fucked with on this album that artists that big was like yo kodak come over here like and then like because kendrick and kodak are more similar than people think they are right and so kodak like did a really good job on this project facts. i think so at least Nigga go, gonna be the next uh, damn Morgan Freeman. Next <laughs> Morgan Freeman. When he started but narrating like, that shit, I'm like, oh, this this is like a good, like, this is like a cool aspect to do. Like I would never think of anybody to be like, yeah, get Kodak to narrate something. Right, and then his verse on like the second half of the album was actually really good. Like yeah, Kodak like has those moments in him where mm-hmm. he gets in that bag of like political awareness, but it's just like sometimes he's surrounded with so much like bullshit, and like a lot of it's his own actions, but. It's easy Look, to man, get caught up in that, perceiving him in that one way. That was one of my favorite records on here. Silent Hill with Kodak. That Silent was a really Hill? good record. Yeah. That was a really good record. Like, just, just going off of music, like, what I liked on here was that Father Time was a really good record to me. Uh, and it was great hearing from Sanfa uh, again. For sure. Um, and I didn't I, really like Sanfa's, like, the words he said, yeah, but I, but I like the tone. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the words that they were saying was like, whatever. But like, the thing is like, okay, so N95, like this, this is going to sound funny, but I dead ass like, okay. So I already, I already had you put it in my head that he was going to talk about like a lot of vaccine shit, whatever. Right. <laughs> so I, I like in my brain, I'm thinking like, Oh, so that's going to be like some good COVID talking. He going to talk about it from an aspect that I've never like thought about or whatever. Right. He didn't. And he didn't. And ninety five was just disappointing because I thought it was gonna be COVID for me, so that might have been like shit, shit from my standpoint. And it was just a lot of like, I don't know, like a lot of like. Uh, I didn't like this record, truthfully. The the COVID bar for the for Kyrie, like, like when he was like, uh, he got COVID and he was starting to feel bad. And now he's questioning Kyrie, and I'm like. Okay, like, mm-hmm. nigga, like, like what, what are we talking about, about, nigga? Like, like, what Kyrie responsible got? responsible <laughs> for you. Yeah, like, what Kyrie got to do with about? you do, getting COVID? Like, like, uh, like, I understand that what what you were trying to say, like that, like you don't know what what side you on with the vaccine or not, like, because you know, COVID killing people and vaccine, whatever, whatever. But like, come on, dog, like that was a bad bar. Um, Why did he want to tell us about all the white bitches he fucked so bad? 
See, this, then when we get to that aspect of that shit, I, like, I really started to think about, like, how this is, like, very, very, like, Spike Lee, I, Ma- M- Malcolm X shit, where it's just, like... I thought well, I was missing something. Yeah, I was like... But he did he did touch on it when he was like that he thinks he's racist because like he's fucking bitches he's fucking white bitches on just the behalf of his ancestors which I thought was fucking hilarious when he said that shit and but I understand it was just like these people caused me so much pain throughout my whole life like I thought that fucking the white bitches that like would be better and like he was like the first white chick he ever fucked was. Uh, 16 at the Palisades. Yeah, and she was a sheriff. Like, his, his dad, her dad was a sheriff, and I'm like, all right, man, like... <laughs> like That's cool. Yeah, like, it was a lot of that shit where it's like, all right, man, like, this, like you ever meet somebody, like, and they just, t- like, devote so much about their life that you just like, all yeah, right, it was dude, just like, I'm much. not asking, like... like <laughs> and it's in the way of the delivery. Like, if he just, yeah. like... It was super... If he would have did it like Hove... Yeah, it, this would have been a better album, and it wasn't supposed to be taken funny. Like he was, so exactly. funny. he was being so serious. Yeah, that's why I said like it's just the delivery and some shit makes a, a, a album more palatable. Like Hov's delivery is never aggressive like that. Like it's never like, like he's very precise when he does shit. Like but Kendrick is like in your, right. Kendrick is like Meek Mill yelling at you, dog. Like. <laughs> And he's talking about, like, a bunch of, like, you know, very, like, hard topics to just, like, be like, oh, like, I'm, I'm cool with listening to this. Like, I listen to 444 every once in a while, but the subject matter on that album is not an album that I'm just, like, bumping while I'm fucking out. Like, there's no aspect of my life where I'm just going to be like, yeah, I'm playing this album. Like, there's no song on here where I'm just You're like, yeah, about, I'm going to uh, let this the rock. Kendrick album. Yeah. The only, the only record that I can see just let and rock agree. would be Silent Hill. Like, that's it. And then I actually did like the um, the record with just with just Baby Keem on it. It was an interlude. Yeah, I thought it was good too. I thought you he see, smoked like, that shit. He really did smoke that. There's like shit going around the like Kendrick Wright's room where that's like I don't care, I whatever. Like he delivered that shit. Nah, it was good. That that was a really you, good. That you was start off like your interlude, just solo talking about like yo, my mom was a crackhead and my daddy stole from me on Christmas. I'm like yeah, I'm tapped in. Yeah, hundred percent. If you like. See, like, see, the his delivery on there fits this fucking album. Like, it fits what, like, it makes it easier to listen to. Like, Kendrick is just looking at it from his point of an artist. But, like, a lot of, I see a lot of people saying, like, you know, this is a masterpiece. And, like, a lot of niggas were saying, like, uh, that, don't forget, y'all, y'all was the same niggas talking about Tip of a Butterfly like this, too. Tip of a Butterfly was a good album sonically, though. I love Tim Bill Butterfly. Yeah, so like, like sonically, it, it's fucking phenomenal. He had records like Mama on there where he's talking about very deep shit where like shit about his mom and shit about like how yeah. like... You, I don't you think can, there's a beat on here that beats a Tim Bill Butterfly. Fuck beat. no. Like that, that, the thing is like I like the production on this album. It was just his delivery I didn't like because I like the jazzy shit. This is, It's just... Four four four, but just more jazzy. Like that's all it is. Like you know how happy I was to see a Ghostface feature. Oh like, man, that made my fucking up, day, how dog. Ups, how upset I was, like when it actually came. You didn't like, like the Ghostface the feature? I thought it was okay. I, that, I, I was gonna say I thought it was okay too. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't think it was bad. I liked the Ghostface yeah. feature. I, like, I don't like the song either. So like, and it, he's at the end, so I have to like wait a while to get to mm-hmm. okay goes first. Yeah. I'm like, I, I thought it 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 lacked on uh, features too as well though. I'm not gonna lie, the Kodak feature was really good. The Baby came like interlude was good. I thought I mean, the Ghost really it. The Unless Ghost really... the Ghost shit was cool. How do you feel about the Taylor Page feature? Taylor Page, what song is that? It's on a We Cry Together, the arguing track. Oh man, like that, I can see where he's going with that record, but it's just like, man, if you I, if you having fucking arguments with your girl like that, bro, why are you with that girl? Like that's that's a little aggressive, man. It's but just another it example of like I would never listen to that song ever no, again. No, never, never. That's that's the thing. A lot of this, I listened to this album once, and I'm listening to it one more time. But after that, I can I can see myself not listening to a lot of this a lot of this album. But like I saw that a couple people like on a couple podcasts were saying like that this is like top three Kendrick albums, and I'm like, man, like that's weird. I'm glad that you got like you got that from this album, and maybe this this touched you in a different way or whatever. But like musically, top three of Kendrick album is like this is I don't know where you get that from. Like 
musically, at least for me, at least for me, for my taste, that that don't make top three for me at all. Like, I I'm sorry. Like I like, but then you talking about the same nigga that wasn't like as impressed with damn as everybody else was either though to be honest nah i was a notorious damn hater like i think it's okay now like it's um, cool it's cool especially i can enjoy it more now that like this is the most recent shit and i'm like damn damn yeah compared to the old shit yeah but from what i remember on damn like i I liked a couple i liked i liked a a lot more records than i like on this album but like like just looking back at damn he doesn't have a single song like fear on here the fucking, yeah. uh, the Alchemist one. Yeah. He doesn't. No. Not even, like, a lust. He doesn't even have, like, a fucking DNA. For Pharrell has a feature. Mr. Morale. I don't remember that record that well. It's number seven on, on, um, on volume two. He produced that, uh, that record. I I don't remember, but I remember Stevenson told me that's one of his favorite records on here. Mr. Morale. Like, yes. Stevenson say, say he liked Mr. Morale. He liked Savior. He liked Savior, Savior Interlude, cool. Interlude. The Savior. Interlude and the song itself yeah. was cool. He liked um, Crown, and then he liked uh, Father Time. But he was like, that's ain't Die Hard. But that's it. That's what he said he liked. <laughs> I can already imagine him saying, but that's it, though. Yeah, that's exactly what he said, but he's like, but that's it. Like, that, like that's, those are the records Die I like Hard is, a, uh, is probably the most radio-friendly song. That and that Kodak, I think that Kodak record is, too, though. I think the whole second half is like radio friendly. Damn, yo! Shout out except to the, the arguing and shit. <laughs> shout out to the people in the world that like blast. I don't know how y'all do it, but I respect. Are right, you 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 mentioned this again? Is that a record on here? Blast! You don't know who Bla- he's on Die Hard. He does the hook on Die Hard. Blast! Oh man, he's I'm like gonna a, have to play. He's like a West Coast R and B artist. He has like is a really they, plain. Is he bad voice. or something? I don't think he's very good at singing at all. <laughs> But uh, what what really like baffles me with like with these niggas when they don't want to? The West Coast got a lot of good R and B artists, and like I feel like a lot of niggas don't be putting them on like that. Like Aaron Ray is phenomenal, nigga. Sir should have been on this album. He, I think he would have fit perfectly on this album as far as like his subject matter, what he talks about, and like the shit that he's been through in his life. And he's on TDE. Listen, man. There's there's been a gap in uh West Coast R and B ever since Nate Dogg died. Shout out to Nate Dogg. Rest in peace of the fucking legend. For real. That's the man right there. He would have annihilated that track. Look, I'm telling you like this. This this album is okay. That's all I can say about this album. It's okay. I think what's okay, like on the numbers scale, okay is like average. Six. Are you saying okay is yeah. average? Yeah, okay is like okay. Like, like it's I think all right. this is like, like if I ordered something, it was. It'd be just good enough for me not to send it back, but not good, good enough, enough for to eat me again. to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah. Damn. I, I feel you on that. Like, I understand. I'm not coming like, here again, but I'm not gonna bitch about it. Like, man, this this album to me is how I feel about milkshakes, man. Like, in in, in the shakes. in the beginning, I think it's a great idea to get that shit halfway through the milkshake. I'm like, man, like, I'm not, I can't finish it. So, like, what what does this mean for Kendrick? Because, um, I don't know. Okay, this this is it's like... It's going to do numbers no matter what. Oh, 100%. It's already going to do like 500,000 first week. So, like, it's going to do fucking numbers. And the thing is, like, this is our perspective of what this album is to us. Like, this is the music that we like to hear as offshore from Kendrick. But I it's a lot of niggas... Really love it. Yeah, it's a lot of niggas on the timeline. It's your favorite, like, YouTube niggas who, who break down or review albums and shit like that who love this album. So this might just be one of those albums that, like... Cause the critics say they really like this album, niggas gonna be like, y'all just sleeping on it, y'all missing the 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 point and the motif of this album and shit like that. It's gonna be niggas who's giving you those words, but I'm, for me personally, nigga, you it's guys just, just aren't just used to hearing such poignant topics yeah, being discussed yeah. at a high level. But like, bro, he said, God writes through me, and then he said, I love fucking white women. Like, I I think I can get it. <laughs> yeah, I get exactly what this album is about. Is this album good sonically to me? No. Like, this this album's not good sonically to me. This is not a display of what Kendrick could do, like, lyrically either to me. Like, I thought Baby Keem had the best verse on this album. Yo, I would say even Kodak Black on Silent Hill was my favorite. Yeah, like, like, that's, like, it, like, I don't know. Like, beforehand, before this album came out, I think a lot of artists was in talk with their labels to push it back. I think after this album came out, 
I think niggas is fine with dropping this summer. For sure. I know Shake's not pushing her shit back for Man, this. No. I'm telling you, like, that. This, this is... That's what I'm waiting for. June 3rd. You heard it here first. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Shake. I forgot June. She dropped my album June 3rd. Shout out to Shake. She, I'm, I'm really anticipating that album. We really love that last album, so... For sure. And those two singles she put out, just... They're good. They make I have, up for I the, I haven't I haven't heard them yet. They're good. They make up for that horrible song she has with Madonna. I mean, okay, with, I'll give her the pass on that because, like, you fucking with an icon, but Madonna's literally just trying to do the Drake shit where she's trying to, like, fuck with niggas who's young and stay hot, but she's messed up prime. Like, you it, remember she's when cooked. she kissed him? Yeah, that, that nigga's face is disgusted. Too. That might be that. that. That might be the podcast. <laughs> this is, that, that's that's how I knew that, like, um... She was so powerful because Drake had to pretend like he liked it. Like, that was the first, like, case of, like, um, like a woman, like, taking advantage of a man. And, like, he couldn't do it. He couldn't do anything about it. Publicly, he had to act yeah. like he Publicly. He had to act like he liked it. Because, God forbid, he doesn't like Madonna. Then, like, it'd be over for him. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Madonna, though. I respect mm-hmm. the power move. Shout out to Madonna, Drake, Shake, Kendrick. Kendrick, I just need another album from you, bro. I need, I need some... I need some relaxed shit. Because you got good times to, as much as you got bad times. I need you to see the therapist you talked about on this album. I mean, I, I, hope, get, he, I hope he has already seen one. that shit, yeah. Um, all right, we're going to transition off of this. Because there's, there's no you, more other music the, to drop, right? You think his therapist heard the the album? 100%. Before he put it out? No, I I don't think so. <laughs> like, I, I don't think so. I would, th- I, would, I would think that that therapist would say that this is this doesn't really seem like you're in a healthy place. If you yeah, he, he should have said something. He was like, you know what? Maybe don't say that. Like, what did you mean by that? I just um, want to look at Kendrick and be like, yo, what did you mean by some of this? Because... I mean, I know what you meant from because it was very like when you told me this album is very straightforward. I'm like... It really is. I was, like, I was like, let me, let, me, let me see what he's talking about. It is like... On the nose, straight forward. Like, it's past straight forward. Like, if you miss any... There was no, like, oh, let me dissect this on this album. No, there's nothing up for, like, interpretation. <laughs> yeah, unless, like, not at all. Unless you're upset that he used the F slur, but, like, you know, he did that for... In context, and... Yeah. and in t- context and intent matters to me, yeah. personally. Yeah, this is not one of those times where he's doing it to, like, um, disregard or downplay... No, nah, he's literally just saying this is what I used to think back yeah. then, and I just said it. So, mm-hmm. there's a look, man. I'll say it like this: there's a lot of shock value on this album. Damn, you calling Kendrick a shock jock? I'm telling you, there was a lot of shock value on this album just by like words he was using and, and shit like that. They like just things he was saying, and that 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 whole fucking relationship one was that like that's just only to have a conversation on Twitter, and that's exactly what it did. You ever uh, take your shorty's keys? No, you man, you couldn't go to work. That that point, that time really annoyed me. From that standpoint, it was just like, why? Like, it's never like that, bro. Like, you, nobody in my life has ever got me hot enough for me to be like, yo, give me. Like, I'm gonna take your keys, and you ain't getting this back. Like, you ain't going nowhere. Like, well, I guess you are gonna have to walk, dude. Like, never. Nobody's ever got me that hot in my life. Yo, I don't even think I've ever argued with somebody like that. Fuck no. But okay. In our in our defense, we are two pretty laid back dudes. Like so, like I know there's niggas like this that exist, and I know I know a few niggas that probably have done a lot of the shit that the, that was done here, and I know a lot of women that act like that as well. So I can Shout understand I can understand the two clash points of that. But from my point is from my point of view, like if you if a girl's talking to me that crazy, you're never seeing him again. Like like you're not we there's nothing to talk about. Yeah, and they people go, who watch the Ultimatum definitely relate to this track. Ultimatum. It's a it's a Netflix show where like God basically there's like six couples, right? Mm-hmm. And in each relationship uh, one of them gave the other one an ultimatum saying, like, yo, we have to get married. Oh, yikes. So what it is in the show is that they spend, like, two weeks with their original shorty. And then they spend, like, four weeks with another person and another couple. And they pretend to be married. And then they come back and be like, all right, I'm ready for marriage. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even got. I don't even got to ask you why you watching that show, bro. They're like, yo, I got to fuck on Madeline for four months, so <laughs> and then come, come back, back and marry. Yeah, <laughs> that's I'm, crazy. I'm good now. Um, I right, transition this to a, a a great human being that's probably having like one of the best seasons of TV in a while. Uh, did you get to catch up on Atlanta? 
I am caught up in Atlanta and I'm I'm filled with hate again. Okay, which episodes did what, what episode are you caught up to? I watched the one where um the paper, paper where Alfred takes the drugs and I okay. watched the one after that. Okay, I didn't watch uh, the one after that. So we're, we're both caught up on this episode eight. That which is new jazz. New New Jazz, yeah. New Jazz is the was one that. Where, um, he finds the shorty and just. So why you got you got hate for this this episode? No 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 no. Oh no. okay. Listen, well sort of, but it's tied in with like um. Like. My hate comes from like. The style of this season. Mm-hmm. Like just make another show. <laughs> I get what you're just, saying. You know, like because because you you want you want them to follow the storyline. Right, yeah. and it's hard for me to say that because the shit is good. Like yeah, it's, it's shit, fucking phenomenal, nigga. Yeah, Trinity to the good. Bone is a classic, nigga. Once, yeah, Trinity to the Bone is a classic, and once you see episode nine, which is Rich Wigga Poor Wigga, yeah, it's super bad. Like it's 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 good, but it's so corny. Yeah, but it's good. But like, why is this episode nine of the show? Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Yeah, it, there is aspects of the show that where like. I'm like, damn, like, I do want to know, like, you know, where where they're going to go on the storyline of this shit. But I can't fault them niggas for doing that when the other episodes are some of the best episodes consistently. Like, White Fashion is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Right? That that episode was phenomenal. Um, the, old me- the Old Man in the Tree, where it's just like... Uh, really good. That, that was a really party. good one. Yeah. Really good. The big payback, I, f- not, I mean, Cancer Attack, where they're just interviewing yeah. that dude. <laughs> yeah. That one was like... That was a really good... I like that one a lot. It was okay. It I was like okay. that one a lot. But like, if half the season is like unrelated, and like there's only going to be one more season, and then the episodes that you do give us... like. I get what you mean. Stuff is happening. It's it's, it's, it's gonna it's, it's gonna not leave it. The story yeah, anyway. it's gonna leave it open ended if you don't right. if you don't because like I forgot that there's one more left, but it's just that good. Where like these niggas like when I'm telling you when when he explained that he just wanted to make sh- like the first two seasons they wanted him to follow a storyline and then after that he started going into what he really wanted to make a show a show up for which was just to make a bunch of shorts. Right. I, I looked at this. I looked at this show completely different because what he really wanted to do on FX was make something similar to Black Mirror. Right, Black Mirror mixed what, with like Key and Peele. Yeah, but what but what they wanted what they wanted him to do was do season one and season two of Atlanta, where it's like most of it is, is structured through a episodic like TV linear like, like based like a, thing. That story linear based thing, and like we got stuff. Like the Teddy Perkins episode, that's right. not like really progressing the story anymore. No, it's we not. got like the um, thirty-five-year-old white man episode. Man, that's, what, really that's my fucking favorite, dog. That's one of my. And favorites. those episodes like help make the city of Atlanta feel like a character. Yeah, and feel like you know we're getting references and shit like the fucking invisible car, shit like that. The surrealism, that, man. All that right is on good. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, all that is good, but at least those episodes like involve the fucking main cast. I get what you mean. Yeah, New no. Jazz episode New eight Jazz did involve the main cast. Um, then uh, basically spoiler for everybody. Well, I mean, if it hasn't been spoiled already, um, basically this nigga goes. I get, okay. So this is a very common occurrence where you go when you. Friends who really is up on drugs, and they t- take you to a place where they've gotten some like good drugs from before, and then oh, man, like literally like yo, it's got fire reviews on Reddit. It, it, a- yeah, anything that has fire reviews on Reddit, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like Paperboy do drugs, but Oh Boy do drugs, drugs. Right. So they even say that it was like, yo, your friend is open minded, but like, yeah, about you. So then he had the little trip or whatever, and like you know they had the scene where like he was walking and looking at. The guy in the fucking Scooby-Doo hat and... Or the Goofy hat. And, yeah. like, he was like, don't be like that person. And then it turned out to be him at the end of the at the end of the episode. I thought that was, I thought that was fly. That I was really fly. dope. I like I liked that as far as, like, a director's thing. Um, he meets the girl 
I forgot what her name is in the art. Lorraine. Sh- yeah, Lorraine in the oh, art show, bro. trying to get away from like the paparazzi and shit like that. Yeah, and she's and, mad Aggie to him at first. Mm-hmm. And like, it turns out to be at the end of the episode that it was a, it was the voice of his mother that has been like carrying on throughout the, yeah, you know, like throughout the um the whole storyline because they had that whole episode too where he was like stuck in the woods and like it was like a lost thing. But like, it, I did find it funny, fucking hilarious when she was like. Who owns your masters? And he was like, "Who the fuck? <laughs> like, what? He's like, what is that?" But, but it, then, like, if you ask that question in the show, you're leading the viewers to believe that, like, um, Ernest stealing, Ernest stealing, or Ernest fucking him over. Yeah. But he finds out that, like, he owns Ern- it. Yeah. But it, it it's a uh, it might have been a question that was eating at him for a while because he did he he didn't like want to ruin the relationship of his cousin. Uh, being his manager because she was like you got your fucking family running this all this shit and then like she was like these niggas didn't tell you that this hat is whack and all this shit which I understand because like it's a lot of niggas that wear a lot of whack shit especially rappers and then the niggas around them be like yo that shit is fire and they really be trash so she was like like, that's like a part of his insecurity because I thought the hat was fire the hat was super fire dog yeah like yo come on like me personally would I wear the hat no but does it fit him yes like it like it's fire the color was fly, like it's fly. Like you have to understand that things look better on other people than it does on you. But it was just that aspect. I did, I did like a lot of it. Where it was just like him questioning himself, like in during the trip, and like the new jazz shit was a little confusing to me because I didn't know what the fuck. Like, I, I, as me personally, I didn't get what they were trying to reference with the new jazz shit. Because then, the, then you in the new jazz place, you have uh, old boy from Taken. So I'm like, is this like a cancel club? Like, what what yeah, happened it's here? To like be the cancel club where people who get canceled can like have a safe space and shit like that. Yeah, but I didn't really like that aspect either. Did Paperboy like, get canceled or something? I don't know. I you doubt feel me? Because I like I didn't understand why he was in the club in the first place. Right. Like I don't, I don't even know. like Liam Neeson in being in this episode. Get that nasty old man the fuck out of here. Okay, look when he was on that, that's kind of hard. They got Liam Neeson on this business, and I I, I completely forgot. The, the shit that he got canceled for, which is yeah. so, that's so rightfully, like, like, I don't fuck with niggas who just be like, you know, just hopping on something and just be like, yeah, man, fuck that nigga, get up, get him out of here. But like, bro, when you saying that you want to kill every black person that you see walking out, bro, like, he was yeah. on some evil shit. He yeah, literally that's some went evil outside shit. his neighborhood with a baseball bat, just yeah. looking for black people. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah, like, that's evil. That's evil. Like, and I, and like, I'm like yo, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to feel sympathetic for a person that does that type of shit. For real. Cool on, uh, Donald Glover for like trying to absolve this man like in mm-hmm. the show, but like nah, man, not for me. Like yeah, that that was that was that was something that I didn't like. That I didn't like. Think Gambino would do at least like I like he seems to get shit right a lot. So like that's that's the time where I'm like ah oh, like I'm kind of looking at you sideways off of this one because like I remember like they broke it down and I'm like okay like I right, like. Just just off the strength, Paperboy's character would not do that type of shit. Like, he's a little right. bit more open to, you know, the conversations. But, like, still, bro. Like, he's still the nigga that was on that PBS uh, thing going in about the person telling him, like, that, like, black people. Like, you know, that one episode where they were trying to make it, like, that his whole life was bad because of a certain thing. And he's like, what? Like, what, right. you, what are we talking about? Like, yeah. So... And yeah, then even like a that was know, weird episodes when moments and episodes like that happens it brings me back to when um Donald Glover interviewed himself and he asked himself why he doesn't like black girls and I'm like yeah you know sometimes <laughs> like that that genius label you know yeah like, maybe he he's getting a little too carried away with it like well yeah no no it, it's it's one of those things where like when it, it was a miss when everybody's coming to you praising you to fucking make something for them it's kind of like it's kind of hard to make everything great and gambino's done a really good job with like music and the show and like shit that he's been on like acting and stuff like that and like comedy but i'm not really familiar with his comedy so i can't i can't speak on that but it's just like that'd be like tomorrow bro if like we get so big that like a bunch of these companies want to consult and like want us to make clothes for them and shit like that and it's just like sometimes the money be too good, or it's just like, like it's, it goes back to that that dude from episode with the tree, where it's just like, 
these white people believe everything like that we do is like extremely creative. If 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 another black person says that I'm that I'm like really like dope and creative, right. that I can just sell them bullshit and get money off of it. But then it also turns out to be like kind of hindrance to like your the overall legacy. quality of yeah. Like, yeah yeah of what you're putting out. Like for me, less is more. But like it's other people that like see. There's people that look at shit that cause does is like over flooding the market, and then I get it because like nigga, it's a lot of people artists keep that I broke. For him. Yeah, like it's a lot of niggas yeah. being like, bro, I'll pay you. $10 million, $5 million to do whatever, you feel me? Like, I understand the aspect from a monetary perspective, but then, like, if you want to talk about, like, your legacy and shit like that, like, now people look at Cars as a pop artist. Listen, fam, you have to watch um, episode, episode 9, nine and yeah. then text me immediately after. <laughs> because it was pretty good, but it was also horrible. But it was pretty good. I understand what you mean, just by, but just by the title, I can kind of get what, what they're going to go for in this album. I mean, I album, but this episode, but I, I yeah. figure I'm still going to like, I haven't, got, this whole season, I haven't had an episode on here that I'm like, this shit was trash. Never that it was trash. There's some issues, but like, even though I have an issue with like the shorts and stuff, like I still really enjoy them. Enjoy yeah. The you, you just want a storyline to yeah. follow as well. Cause it's just, like, it's, it's really hit or miss. Episode like, four where like they were just going around suing white people. That shit awesome. was jokes. Yeah. Yeah. But, yo, uh, Kevin Samuels is in episode nine. So, R.P. Kevin Samuels. I was like, yo, is that him? When I was watching it. Damn, he didn't even get to see this shit come out. Nah, so, unfortunate. But it was a... We probably won't even talk about it next week because you're going to text me immediately and be like, yo, what the fuck was that? All right. (laughs) Um, Continuing this, we can get to some closure because there's actually some dope shit to come out. And it's been a while since, like, some... It's been a while since some... Like, I feel like this is... This year was just a drought of, like, like so far, like, nothing has dropped where I'm like, this is, like, amazing. Like, like it's been very few things. Like, the Joe Fresh good shit that came out was, like, hard. Like, some Amy shit is hard. But I feel like a lot of stuff has been, like, whatever. Like, shit that I wouldn't really fucking buy like that, really. This Stussy, um... The summer 2022. Summer 22. Shit was, like... I this this gonna be a lit summer if, if if I touch some of this shit. Also, I don't nah, this get. Shit is nice. I don't get why in summer collections you have long sleeves and jackets and shit like that because nowhere in summertime is gonna be cold. But that's, it's some that's shit. Such an here. LA thing, bro. That's what yeah. they do out there. It's some shit here. Like I like a lot of the open, like button ups. Um, I like the button up. Like see button up fourteen and button up on slide eleven, which is just like you know the striped button ups, very AB dash style. The black and yellow joint and then the white and gray joints, I think those are, like, phenomenal. Um, the, there's, the, I've seen more button-ups, like, on, on number one, where it's, like, the open-collar, like, skateboard button-up. Oh, yeah, like the fucking Cuban collar mm-hmm. shit. I, I, fuck, I fuck with those and the netted shirts that they have under yeah. that. I hope that's, like, a tee or, like, a they got a polo like that. Like, this is a really satisfying shoot because it's just, like, four cars and mm-hmm. you just stand between them. It's yeah. really simple, but... It looks nice. I'm telling you, Susie's like, it's, that shit might be like number one streetwear brand as far as like longevity of like shit that they've been putting out this fire. Facts. And every now and then they come out with a $80 beach towel. But you know, I respect the hustle. I mean, yeah, like it, like it, like Supreme kind of fucked up the market on like accessory prices. Like $90 for a beach towel is expensive, but niggas are going to pay for it. I do like a lot of the pants here too. They got like pleated pants and. The cargo pants. Um, I fuck with a lot of the shit, man. This is this is a yeah. really clean collection. I really want to talk about this uh, this Nike collab, this new one. The the Stussy Nike collab? No, 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 no. I'm over that one. The the oh, Jacquemus okay. or whatever how you say Jacquemus. Yeah. yeah. Get to it. What you want to say? Yo, this is this collab is gonna be everything that uh, Emily Oberg's brand dreams it could be. I, this this could be a hard collab. That's why I put it on here. Normally, if somebody has something and it doesn't have like any like visuals to it, I won't really fuck with it. But we enjoy a lot of shit that he has for men and women. So like True. the sh- they the have sh- great runways as well. Mm-hmm. Great runway shows and shit like that. I can already see just off like the what he has on in the picture that they have when they announce it and the theme of the video from the Instagram shit like the colors. That it's gonna be like a beach summer 
gray, like, tonal, like, shit, like, and I fuck with that, and I think that he makes a lot of dope shit, um, so they're gonna have a lot of vintage ACG-inspired stuff, and a lot of Nike dry fit fabric, so, like, nigga, I'm fucking with this, because I like that type of shit. I've never seen someone look more lactose intolerant than this man. (laughs) He looks like a glass of milk would destroy him. That's insane, dog. I, I, I see him as otherwise, but this nigga, like, he would drink a fucking gallon of milk, You dog. think so? I don't know. Like, gotta, his, his, the DMs his visual him. to me is either, like, he's a very, like, put-together human being, but I can also see this nigga throwing a fucking a leather biker jacket, no shirt under this shit, and just be, like, one of those niggas that gets, like, blacked out drunk and comes to the crib nah, and just, like, goes crazy. This motherfucker crazy. definitely um, is a plant-based uh 100%, though. Of, you, of you, you're definitely right, but I can see that, like, I can see him easily being the other, other way. Maybe that was, like, him in his youth, you know? He Facts. was in a motorcycle gang and, like... I don't know if you ever... Have you ever seen Californication? No. I've oh. seen Entourage, though. Californication is a, is a like it's kind of like Entourage, but it's a little bit more darker and like um, artsy, I guess, because the guy and the, the the main character on that show is uh, a writer, so it's a little bit darker. But it's it he has the abilities of the the of Vince from fucking uh, <laughs> Entourage, where like every girl's want every girl wants to fuck him, like that's oh, a, like it, every girl fucks this nigga. But the reverse George Costanza. Yeah, but I can see. I can see him being, like, the main character on Californication. Um, but, no, like, I'm, this is something that I'm really trying to, like, I'm waiting for. Because, like, like I said, it's a lot of ACG 90s um, callbacks. And, like, he's he's taken from that. And I, I fuck with a lot of shit he does, man. And, like, a lot of shit's cool. And a lot of this shit is going to be, like, dope for, for, for girls. Because it says Nike arrives as a female-focused con- uh, collection. So this is going to yeah. be more women-based focused. Now the girls are gonna go crazy for this one. This is literally gonna be sporty and rich, but like actually sporty. I don't and give a fuck, rich. nigga. I'm buying that shit double X. What up? I'm with it. All right, bro. That's double X jackets and it. pants. Now, but they did ambush. Did the shit where like they had the collection and then you can buy like double X on, on oh, ambush. Man. That ambush faux fur Nike jacket. That shit was going Holy crazy. Shit. No, but the, but the thing is, I also saw a girl really sport that shit well when I was. It was here actually. The pants that I the no the pants that uh that they had on that ambush collection were really dope and I was trying to get them, um and I saw some girl wearing them with the a, uh, uh Echo Wall, Air Force, uh, Air Force ones the high top ones and I was like man she smoked that that's that shit's clean, but yeah no and very interested in that uh in that collection that shit's probably gonna be some super dope shit, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this kid super brand. Nah, isn't this the big ass sneakers? Super? Nah, nah, nah. Kid Super, Super. Oh, nah, nah. Who is this? He, he, he actually is doing a merch collab for Big Body Best, right? It's this dude from Brooklyn. So he has like a Spring Summer 22 collection. And basically, he took like people off the street and just, you know, like, like just made them photo shoot worthy but like a lot of the shit he has is actually some really clean shit he actually has oh, like these are just randoms mm-hmm. these are like random people so I he, bet cause I was like yo they look too happy to be models so he has like I went on his shit like a little while ago and I was looking at like pants and stuff that he has and he does like really good pants with details on the side of them like that's that's the thing that he goes for like on slide 7 the the top on slide 7 is like his style of thing where it, it has like it's almost like the Emilion Dior um, knitwear sweater that he does every year, where it's like the one he had Jordan on, or where he has yeah, the yeah. landscape of like Greece There's or whatever. There's a lot on there. of different styles on here. Mm-hmm. It's like really expansive. Now I fuck with a lot Holy of the pa- I fuck with a lot of the pants that he has because like the pants could be like the statement of the of the pant and i feel like there's a right. lot of brands that don't really know how to make pants statement pants yeah that like it's always the top but he has really really dope shit like for tops and stuff too like slide 15 i like you that were right in saying like a lot of this is very like artsy based yeah it is there's like 100%. lots of like paintings on the clothes and stuff and like i fuck that. with that like I, I, I like clothes like that they have like that base of like art and like there's more to it than just you know the normal shit, but like I fucked, I fuck with this a lot. Like this, his shit is dope. I actually just wanted to talk about it because, like, 
I don't see a lot of people talking about it, but he is coming around the rounds of like people who actually know how to get shit together and willing to spend some money that they fucking with his shit. Um, and then I end this off here with a person that we were supposed to have on the podcast like four years ago, but he got too big for the podcast. So, um, who is this? Hidden. Oh, yo. Off of an archive page, this nigga out. got a Solomon collab now. Like, they, yeah. like he mean, doing he this the, fucking thing. He had the Clark collab too. Yeah, he he, he doing this fucking thing, man. Shout out to that nigga. Like, I wish he would have done something besides the XT4. I wish he would have done like a XT6 Advance or something. Listen, man, you know, on your first collab, you gotta actually sell something. Yeah, your first collab, you, you gotta bite you, the bullet. Yeah, you gotta be like, you know what? Fuck my integrity. If I want another collab, I gotta I gotta put some units up. Facts. And then they'll let you do whatever you want after that because they know niggas is buying it. Look at Joe Fresh Goods, bro. This nigga, they, he took one for the team with the last one and they made it some plain shit and now niggas is going insane by these 90s. made the craziest 90s. silhouette ever. It looks like half a pussy on the sole. It was and ridiculous. Them, them shits is, I saw somebody with them on foot, like somebody I know in New York sent, like FaceTime me. He was like, yo, these shits is crazy. And then when I saw it, I'm like, yo, they, like the the shoes, the brown ones were the ones that I was like least wanting, and like now that's the pair that I really want to get more than the blue ones. Like they they're harder than that the blue pink, pair. That to pink me. and brown one, you're mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, because the blue one I've seen in person, and like the the light of it is like too it's too light of a blue for me, but I still like it a lot because it's like it's mint, but it's suede. So you know, like the suede dial, like it it makes it almost look like grayish a little bit. Like it looks like a gray blue. But the tan one is actually, like, a really good shoe that you can get a lot of it done with. Nah, fucking Joe Fresh Goods. But shout out to Hidden NY. Like, I don't think this is the first or last collab we'll see. In a nah, while. hell no. Like, I think, especially in 2022, they might have some way more shit to come. All right, that's still our talk. Season 19, episode 2. Yo, I'm waiting on that little Jupiter Nike collab. That one's going to be crazy. Little Jupiter had the K-Switch collab. Deadass. You, you don't remember when he had that like a few a few years ago? He was like the first archive page to have a collab. He had it with K Swiss. And niggas went crazy for them shits. Yo, shout out little Jupiter. I fuck with you for that. Facts. Da right, Talk peace. season nineteen, episode two. We out sticking. Yo, the saga begins. Begin war, I'll draw first blood, be the first to set it off. My cause, tap all jaws, lay down laws. We take it with jaws, we do jokes, rust the doors. It kind of D's, time to make breeze, a guns toss. In full force, some team will go at your main source. My nine Taurus, hit bosses and take houses. Your whole setup, from the ground up, we lock shit. Blood floods your eye, fuck up your optics. Switch to kill instincts, for niggas pop shit. Your nigga noise, what's the topic? Nine pound, we rocked it. 96 strike back with more hot shit. Illuminate my team will glow like radiation with no time for patient or complication. Let's get it done right, my click airtight. Trapped in the never ending gunfights, and niggas lose strikes.